0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurs On podcast and we have a huge Premier League game at home to Brentford on Thursday night. I'm recording this on Wednesday but it's a Thursday night and it's huge not just because we didn't win our last Premier League game and of course we got knocked out of the FA Cup but also just to regain momentum and that feeling now that The end of January is here, and I've been discussing the end of January for about a month and a half, two months now, as the time when, with our players coming back from injury, and we can see that happening with Madison's return, Van der Ven now looking like he's never been away, but also players finally coming back from AFCON and hopefully soon the Asian Cup too. We saw last night that Pat Matassar's Senegal were knocked out of the African Cup of Nations on penalties to the Ivory Coast. And as much as I never want Pat Matassar to be unhappy... I'm delighted that he hopefully today will be flying back. If I'm Daniel Levy, I would have got that Tottenham private plane straight out to the Ivory Coast, pick up Pat Matassar, lay him on all the food, get him sleeping in a lovely first-class seat and just wrap him in cotton wool and say to him, or get Big Ange to say to him, why don't you come and sit on the bench tomorrow night at home to Brentford? That's what I'd be doing because we've missed him. We're also missing Eve Basuma. I think he plays tonight for Marley. You know, like, again, I, I don't want him to be unhappy, but if if they can get knocked out, get him on the plane. Get the plane straight back out there. That's what I'm saying. And then uh, I know that Sonny has a difficult game in the Asian Cup against Saudi Arabia for South Korea. But that's what I'm talking about. The end of January, beginning of February, getting our entire squad fit and healthy and back together for a real push. And the next five Premier League games, four of them are at home. The away game is at the weekend against Everton, who are not on a good run. They've got a difficult game away tonight themselves, but they've not been on a good run, and they lost in the FA Cup just at the weekend to Luton, I think, at home. I think they're on a bad run, actually. Since they played us, they were on an amazing run before they played us, and then we snuck a 2-1 victory against them, which arguably we shouldn't have done. And since then, they've been on a bit of a downward spiral, and they've been charged again for more profit and sustainable rules, uh, sustainability rule-breaking, potentially. Allegedly. So maybe potentially it's a good time to play Everton at the weekend, but before then, let's not run before we can walk. We have Brentford tomorrow night, and I will go in later in this episode into why potentially it might be a good time to play Brentford too, despite the fact that they have their talisman, Ivan Tony back. Anyway, before I get into the nuts and bolts of this game, guys, thank you so much once again for all your support I just want to remind you there is a membership option. You can either become a patreon for one pound a month or Or a YouTube member. It's called the Spurred On Pro Membership. Again, just one pound a month. And what that helps me do is continue making this daily content for you. And I'm getting so much support and so many lovely comments from you. I really appreciate it. But there will also be membership perks. When I've got enough of you together, there will be membership perks. Already you will get the videos earlier than everybody else if you become a member. But also, there will be live shows with me just for members and Q&A. So please do look in the description box wherever you are watching this or listening this to this and you can find out how to become a member. Thank you once again for your support. But... Back to the Brentford game. Brentford currently 14th in the league overall, but their away form, and of course this game is at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, their away form, they are 17th, so their home, uh, their form overall is 1-6, drawn 4, lost 10, but their away form only, they've only won two games, drawn 1, and lost 6, so... Their form away from home, not good this season. In terms of their away results, the last six results, they lost 3-1 at Palace, they lost 1-0 at Sheffield United, they lost 2-1 at Brighton. No shame in that, Brighton, excellent team, especially at home. They lost 3-0 at Liverpool, they were steamrolled there. They did beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, 2-0, and they lost away at Manchester United. So the outlier there is really that Chelsea game. That was kind of during the peak times when... Uh, Chelsea were playing pretty well But really finding ways to lose games They hit the uh, stanchion of the bar and crossbar that game from Madueke. Uh, they made a lot of chances But couldn't really test the goalkeeper, the Brentford keeper And Brentford really broke away Got a couple of goals One from a cross to the back stick and a header And then the second goal I don't know if you remember But it was when Sanchez, the Chelsea keeper Was up for a corner in the very last seconds of the game And Brentford broke away and scored a second. One thing I will say about those away results that I just read out for Brentford, even Tony, Ivan Tony, he was not available for any of those games and he has returned and in the one game he's played in the league since his return, they did get a victory, a home win. So, how important is Ivan Tony to them? Well, obviously, he is a top striker, uh, very, very impressive ever since he's been in the Premier League. He's just served his suspension for gambling issues, um, betting on his own team's games, etc., etc. And he is a force of nature. However, I think almost Brian Mbuemo is just as important for them, and he is injured. When Mbuemo and Tony play together, they run those channels incredibly well and um, they'll be missing him, I think, for sure. They've also got some other injuries I'll go into later, but particularly in bremo I think they'll miss, and also Rico Henry, who caused us havoc when we played away at Brentford on the opening game of the season. If you remember, it was Big Ang's first game in charge. We got the opening goal with uh, Christian Romero nodding in a header from a brilliant, flat James Madison free kick from the left, whipping in towards the far post. And then uh, they equalised from a penalty. Son gave away a penalty kind of... Kind of taking the legs from under uh, one of their players in the box. It was very harsh. It wasn't given uh, in real time. And then they went back to VAR and overturned it. Which I was surprised about. Because, sure, he did make contact with him. But very much the player made the most of it. And kind of didn't allow himself to stand on his his standing leg after he'd been touched. It was a bit of a die. And then uh, Royale's second goal was the equaliser. Emerson Royale uh, on the edge of the box. Um, James Madison had beaten a player and felt a touch and gone down for a free kick. And while everyone expected the ref to blow up, it just bounced up nicely for Emerson Royale, who with his laces volleyed it in to the bottom left-hand corner. For me, two-all on the opening day. I was happy with that. Obviously, we are very much a work in progress at that stage. Big Ange Postacoglu had only just joined the club. And I thought it was a very, very good result. As I said earlier... One of the big things with Brentford are uh, they're not afraid to play a couple of men up front sometimes, but whoever they play in the forward line, they run the channels incredibly well. And therefore, Mickey van der Ven and Christian Romero tomorrow night will have to do a lot of work kind of Reading the game and seeing when those kind of mid-range balls are played into the channels and cover that space. Because obviously, Destiny Doggy and Pedro Porro will be up the pitch playing high a lot of the time. And I think Brentford will try and make the most of that. So, Van der Ven, who has been playing incredibly well since he came back and has the pace to cover those spaces. That's why he's so key to this Tottenham side. And then Christian Romero with his just... Incredible reading of the game will have to be very sharp to those opportunities as I mentioned earlier Rico Henry huge loss to them I think it's Rico Henry. Sorry my best friends called Rico. So anyone spelt like that. I call Rico but Rico Henry, an incredible left back, kind of goes under the radar, really underestimated as a fullback. He had a, an injury earlier this season that I think has put him out for the rest of the season or certainly most of it. And that's why they got Sergio Reguillon on loan from us this January. But that, of course, means he is cup tied. So really good news for us. They'll be kind of having to play a, a you know round peg in a square hole at left back. And certainly, as I mentioned earlier, in that first game on the first day of the season, they caused us all sorts of trouble from that left back position. For me, in terms of Spurs, James Madison is key. He has to start tomorrow night. We need his creativity. And him starting, and I'm hoping getting at least 65, 70 minutes, will enable Brennan Johnson to get a rest. He looks jaded and fatigued. People are getting on his back wrongly, if you ask me. He's a raw talent. He deserves support. Don't expect the finished article just because we had to pay a lot of money to get him. We had to pay a lot of money to get him because of the English club to English club tax and the homegrown player tax. So we had to get to like 40 million plus add-ons. He looks jaded though. He's played many more minutes than he would have expected to at this stage and then Spurs would have expected him to. So bring him out, put Deki Kulusevski back on the right and bring Madison into the middle and let him take charge of the game. That's what I can see happening. I would also bring in Oli Skip for Pierre Hoiberg. I would move Rodriguez bentica into the six put skip in that sar role and allow him to kind of stretch the play with his boundless energy that's what he did really well in the games where he has started in that eight position and i would like to see that again tomorrow night i see why ange brought pierre in against man city i do but for this one i'd bring skip in let me know what you think in the comments do you agree with me or would you play pierre over skip brentford of course did win this fixture last season it was when ryan mason had just come in to take over from stellini who had taken over from conte And what I enjoyed about that game, I remember it, is that it was the first example of Ryan Mason trying to get us playing proper football again. And actually, we played pretty well, but Brentford picked us off and they beat us. But apart from that, Spurs have only lost one of the last nine meetings against Brentford. I would have Pat Matassar on the bench, as I said at the start of this game, get him in the private jet. Get him in, wrapped in cotton wool. Give him a couple of ice baths and say, sit on the bench and if we need you, Pap, we'll get you on the pitch. He scored an absolutely brilliant penalty in the shootout last night, actually. Obviously, I was nervous. Whenever I see a Spurs uh, player having to take a penalty for their country, I'm always nervous. But he absolutely roofed it. What a player he's going to become and I'm pleased to have him back. As I mentioned, Brentford not only missing Buemo, Uh, Mbwemo and Rico Henry but also five other players they've got a number of players out at AFCON so it could be a good time to play Brentford I know Tony's back but missing a big chunk of their squad and that's something we've obviously had to suffer with over the past month or two it's good to be playing a team who are also suffering with that so here is my team for tomorrow night uh, that I would play Vicario in goal Pedro Porro on the right uh, Destiny Udogi left back Van Ven and Romero. Then, like I said, Benteker in the six, Oli Skip and James Madison in the two-eighths. Deki Kulisevski on the right. Richarlison down the middle. Let's hope he can get his goal-scoring form up again, having not scored in the past couple of games. And, of course, on the left... Timo Werner and it wouldn't surprise me if we see Werner get an assist or a goal tomorrow night. My prediction for the game 3-1 Tottenham Hotspur and like I said with these five games coming up where the highest ranked team we're playing is Brighton in seventh and four of those five games being at home It's a real opportunity for Spurs to push on with now nothing distracting us. No cup games, nothing Can we win these five games? And then that will be 15 points and we will be right up there once again. Maybe not where Liverpool are because they've got, I think, eight points on us. But we will be back in that top four and really threatening those top two or three positions if we can get on a little run now. Let's see what happens. Guys, let me know what you think in the comments. As always, thank you for the support. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do also go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Press that subscribe or follow button. It's so helpful for me. And vice versa, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please do come to youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. Press subscribe, drop me a like. And once again, most importantly, tomorrow night. Come on, you Spurs.